Hello, and welcome to the In the Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Pope. Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of In the Word Podcast. Listen, guys, I truly, truly appreciate you guys tuning in once again, sitting down with me, hearing what it is that the Lord has to say on today on this podcast. Listen, I am truly appreciative of that. I I appreciate all the comments. I appreciate, you know, all of the shares, all of the downloads. Those of you that have given a review and a rating on iTunes, I truly appreciate that because it definitely helps them, you know, to know if it's worth sharing with other people. So all of the things that you all have done when it comes to this podcast, when it comes to the In the Word episodes, the Eat Up Mondays episodes. I appreciate it all, guys. But yeah, today we're going to get into a couple things, some things that I think are very important. And before I you know, talk about those things or get into those things. I wanted to read a few scriptures. And the first one I wanted to read to lay a foundation is, is Matthew chapter 18. And we're going to be reading verses one through six. Verse one reads as follows. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? So just like human nature, The disciples come and they want to know who is number one. That's just like how we are as human beings. You know, we have to have a number one politician. We have to have a number one basketball player or a GOAT football player. You know, uh, the children, who's who's better, mommy, me or him? Like, you know, human nature, we always have to have this number one in our lives or know that somebody, if not us, is number one. And Jesus goes on to say, and Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. So he calls a little child and he sits him in the midst of everybody and said, verily, I say unto you, except ye be converted. He says, first of all, you have to be converted. What does it mean to be converted? The word convert means to change or to transform. So he says, first, you need to change and transform. And how do we do that? We do that through him. So he says, except ye be converted, and become as little children, he says, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And what does he mean to become as little children? Because little children are trusting. Little children are like sponges. They are they are here to absorb everything we pour into them. And they're not going to question most of it, especially at a young age, because they are in a state of learning. So he says, listen, you have to be converted. And when you come to me, you can't come thinking that you know it all or come trying to, you know, be combative and try to challenge me. He says, no, whatever it is that I'm going to pour into you, I need you to receive it as a little child in a trusting manner. The scripture goes on to say, verse four, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, he says, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So once again, he says, you have to come, you know, and humble yourself as this little child. And think about it. He had called him and it probably wasn't much resistant from this kid to come and allow Jesus to, to have this discussion in front of everybody with him standing there. So he says, listen, you have to humble yourself. You can't come kicking and screaming and thinking that you know it all. 
you know, and he goes on to say, and whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. That word receive there means to accept or to welcome. So he says, when you accept a child like this, somebody in that form, he said, it is the same as accepting and welcoming me. He says, but whosoever shall offend one of these little ones, which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the death of the sea. So he says, listen, whosoever shall offend that word offend there means to hurt the feelings of, to insult, to violate, to cause the sin. He says, if you do any of these things to this little one that believeth in me, he says, it is better that a millstone be wrapped around your neck and that you were drowned in the depth of the sea, you know, compared to having to deal with me. And I think that that is very powerful because when you look at that, it just goes to show you how important that the children are to the Lord. And another scripture I wanted to read is Psalm 127 and 3. The scripture reads, Lo, children are in heritage, are in inheritance or heritage, excuse me, of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. The word heritage there means property that is or can be inherited. The word inherit is to transfer property, to receive. So what is it saying? That the children that God gives us is truly his property. And it is something that he is giving to us as a reward. He, We are receiving it from him, but it is truly his property. So he expects us to, you know, uh, take care of those children and, and help those children. Children, you know, come up in the way of the Lord, in the ways of the Lord, in the way that they should go. And I'm going to read that scripture next. But the but I wanted to read that scripture to to let you guys know that. Listen, the scripture says that they are first God's property, and then He gives them to us. And the fruit of the womb is His reward. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, "Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it." So once again there's a responsibility from God. Like God truly cares about children. His heart is for the children. And and I, and I, when I wanted to share these scriptures to drill that into you guys' mind, last scripture, Matthew 19 verses 13 through 15, it says, then were there brought unto him little children that he, and they're talking about Jesus, that there were little children brought to Jesus, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. So I wanted to read these scriptures to just show you confirmation after confirmation of how important children are to the Lord and how important it is that we raise them up in the way that they should go. And I said all that to say that one thing we have to understand about Satan is that the things that God loves, he totally hates. You know, that's why when you see, you know, the marriage between a woman and a man or relationships between a woman and a man, the thing that we see Satan 
and go hardest at is homosexuality, same-sex marriages. Why? Because that is something that is dear to God. That is something that, you know, that, that shows the foundation of how man was created and how God went about that. And the next thing to come from that is children. And God loves the children and he emphasizes how important it is that we treat our children the right way and also raise them up in his word or raise them up through him. And that's why Satan is on a heavy attack when it comes to the children. And that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is the importance that we pray for these children, that we protect our children, that we keep an eye on our children because there is so many things going on out here. And it seems like the majority of things that we see in this world is directed towards the children. It is a direct attack on the children. Why? We saw it in the scriptures because they are impressionable. They are young. They are innocent. They are vulnerable. They are weak. You know, they, you know, they, they can't always fend for themselves, whether that's physically, emotionally, mentally. So there is a huge attack on our children or on every child in this world, whether that be through crime, whether that be through drugs, whether that be through the music that is playing all over the internet and all over the radio. You know, um, we see, you know, the kidnappings and, and the child trafficking. And, you know, what's funny about when it comes to you know, especially in, in our country, especially in America, you know, remember years ago, you would hear or not even hear, but years ago, remember we had the milk cartons and how they would have the missing children on them. But some believe that the reason why they took those children off because it was just too many to keep up with. And that, you know, truly they don't want us to really understand and know how many children are abducted every day in the United States. And, and, and for that matter, all across the world, but especially in our country, kidnapping and child trafficking, all that stuff is super bad. But it's amazing how you don't hear a lot about it on the news. You hear about all of these other things, whether it's police brutality, whether it's black on black crime, you know, politics. But you don't hear about how many abductions is going on in this country. You don't hear about what is happening to children on a regular basis in their own homes in this country, even though people are getting arrested for it and being found out about it. You don't hear much about it. Why? Because they're trying to keep it on the low. Because if you understood the attack that our children are under, look at the school system, the things that they're trying to bring in the school system. Now they want to teach, you know, my child and your child and other people's children uh, about sex at ages where they're not even thinking about those things. You know, whether it's heterosexual sex or homosexual sex, like things that they don't need to know anything about they are trying to indoctrinate them with why because satan you know he hates the children he hates them why because god is passionate about them and god is intentional about how we are to raise our children and to treat our children and when we look at the internet it's just craziness on the internet, whether that's YouTube. I think they had the, you know, that Momo thing where 
that hideous looking woman, demon creature. I don't even know what you call it. It was just popping up on little kids videos while they were watching YouTube and it was terrifying them. Like somebody actually did this for what? For the purposes of what? Because they were being influenced by Satan. He is constantly trying to attack the children. There's constantly subliminal messages that you got to watch out for all over the internet. And, and one of the reasons why I was inspired to talk about this is because, you know, I was on Instagram, um, just, uh, and I think somebody sent this to me. I believe somebody sent it to me because I ended up, once I saw it, I was so disgusted by it that I shared it with a couple other, uh, brothers in Christ that I know for them to see. And it was just like amazing, but you know, there was a video and I think it was a TikTok video that was kind of shared on Instagram. And basically it was a, a older gentleman, um, it was an older, older white guy. He might've been, I say in his twenties. And it was a, a, a little, uh, young white girl, a white female. And I think she could have been only eight or nine years old. And they had this music playing. And, and what happened was every time the beat would hit like this, this sound where it was like, uh, uh, it was like a, like a weird, like a funny sound. Like if you're listening to the music, you know, to you, it sounds like something real fun and playful. So every time it hit that, particular sound or outcry or whatever and the music sounded fun it sounded innocent the young girl when it hit that sound he had her open up his shorts and look down in his shorts on the first aha or whatever it said and then on the second one he opened her little tank top and looked down in her tank top and I'm like oh and it's and when you're watching it, it's all trying to be made and, and you know, and suggesting that this is just all fun and games or we're just having a good time. But think about how sick that is. And, and those are the things that we're seeing on the Internet, you know, and they're introducing these concepts and these ideals, not only to the parents, but also to the children. If you are not careful and allowing your children to see these images. And what is that? That's pedophilia. You know what I mean? And one thing about pedophilia, it is huge in the world, especially in the United States of America. Since I've been young, you know, I've been hearing about pedophilia rings, pedophilia in politics, pedophilia in Hollywood. You know, you hear about all these things and sometimes we kind of shake them off because we don't see them on the news. It's not talked about much on the news. We act like these things aren't going on, but we've seen it all through the Catholic church. We see it now in the Christian church where, you know, preachers are being found out to be sleeping with little girls and little boys, like all of this stuff is going on, but it seems to be once again, when it comes to children and children being violated, it is kept on the hush. It is kept at a minimal, but yet, and still all of these other things that's going on is just thrown in our face. It's constantly on social media. It's constantly on the news, but yet the violation of our children, the offense of our children, we don't hear much about, and it is going on at a rapid rate. We even know that, you know, they've been trying to change the uh, the age of consent laws. They've been trying to change that forever. And from what I'm hearing now, that some age of consent laws in some states may be as low as 16. But I remember they were trying to do, I believe, like a a, a nationwide thing, like where they changed the age of consent to 13. And what does that do when you change it to 13? Now, if a grown man likes a little boy of the age of 13 uh, or that's a teenager, you know, now 
it's like, oh, that's just normal. You know, me and him are just in a relationship. I, I love him. When that's pedophilia, that's that's a grown man liking a little child. And guess what? It's not going to stop at 13. It's going to begin to go lower and lower and lower. And these are the things we don't talk enough about. These are the things we don't hear enough about. And you're not going to hear it a lot of times on mainstream media. A lot of times when you hear of these stories and you see some of these things that are going on, a lot of times you have to find them on the Internet or they pop up on your timeline and some parent tells stories, horror stories about what was happening to their child in church or what was happening to their child with a, with a politician or a movie star. You hear all of these different types of things and all of these things and, and how that they're going on. But yet and still, we do not hear them in mainstream media. And now, you know, when we look, we have a lot going on with Jeffrey Epstein and all of the different things that is happening when it comes to his situation. And for those of you that may not know who Jeffrey Epstein is, you know, he was a guy that had a lot of money. Um, he had been convicted years ago for child trafficking and and sleeping with underage girls. And, you know, some believe that he had a pedophilia ring. And then recently he got convicted again and, and ended up getting in trouble again. But this time while he was locked up, you know, they say that he committed suicide. Some people believe it um, and some people don't. And the reason why some people don't necessarily believe that he committed suicide, you got some people that believe he was killed. You got some people believe that, you know, he's somewhere living his best life because of all the money that he had because he was very rich, you know, but. The reason why people believe that something has happened to him, whether he's alive and well or whether he's dead, you know, due to somebody killing him is because of the information that he had on certain individuals when it came to the child trafficking and the pedophilia and the sleeping with minors that was going on. And, you know, they said that in many of his different uh, properties that he owned. And we're going to talk about one of those properties in a minute. But in many of his properties that he owned, they said that they found many camera setups, some places they had pinhole cameras and what they said that. And he admitted this off record to certain people that he pretty much had prominent people on camera sleeping with children and doing certain things to children. And that's why many believe that he is no longer or he's somewhere where he can't talk or whatever the case may be. I'm not here to try to figure that out. And that's not even what this, this podcast is, is about. This podcast is, is really about how important it is for us to protect our children and really be praying for them and crying out for them and really watching over them and not allowing them, you know, a whole lot of wiggle room out here because it's sick and crazy things going on. But yeah, you know, one thing about Jeff Epstein, you know, they said that, you know, there's a lot of information that he had and, and, and from what they said, he had said it was for blackmail purposes. So if he ever went down, everybody else's would go down, which that that's normally the thing, you know, when you have a whole bunch of people conspiring together, doing crazy stuff, somebody's always hiding some piece of evidence to, to you know, to basically get them a free ticket or, you know, or, or, you know, basically out of trouble or whatever have you. I mean, we see that in the streets all the time. You know, if you ever known anybody in the streets or hung in the streets, that goes on all the time. But one of the places that or one of the islands that uh, Jeff Epstein own or, or, you know, he was affiliated with was an island called Little St. James. And if you Google this, there was a temple that he had built on Little St. James. And basically the temple um, 
was believed to be a temple that was built to Moloch. Now, some of you may be like, who is Moloch? Some of you guys that read your Bible a lot, especially in the Old Testament, you may already know who Moloch is. But it was believed that that particular temple, if you Google it, the, the, the Epstein's temple, they believed that it was a temple that was built to Moloch. And it's crazy because, you know, you hear people put these videos out here and you hear these different people talk about these situations of what they believe went on at his properties or at, at this temple. And it's a lot of times it's chalked up as conspiracy theory or it's made fun of, but Moloch is a, is an actual deity. It's, it's actually in the Bible. And if you, if you know, if most people don't read the Bible or don't know that they don't realize that Moloch is in the Bible. And there's a reason why they believe that some of the things that were going on, they were going on, especially if it was a temple that was erected for that purpose, for the purpose of worshiping Moloch. And when you look in the Old Testament, you know, before the Israelites had entered Canaan, God warned them not to participate in Moloch worship. And I'm going to read a couple of scriptures to you guys. And, and now listen to this. This is, this is this is super powerful. Leviticus 18 and 21 says, and thou shalt not let any of thy seed. This is God talking pass through the fire to Molech. But it's, that's just another name for Moloch to Molech. Neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Now, don't miss that when it said, you know, let any of thy seed, you know, thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Molech. Leviticus 20 and 2 says, again, thou shalt say to the children of Israel, whosoever he be of the children of Israel or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel. So he says, whether you are a child of Israel or you are a stranger just sojourning in Israel that giveth any of his seed unto Molech, he shall surely be put to death. The people of the land shall stone him with stones. This is how serious God was when it came to the worship of Moloch and the passing of the seed through the fire to Moloch. And just to give you a little background on it, the Phoenicians were a loosely gathered group of people who inhabited Canaan which is modern day uh, Lebanon, Syria, and Israel between 5050 BC and 300 BC. In addition to sexual rituals, watch this. And now think about some of you that have seen some of these videos made on YouTube or hear people talking about these things that some have chalked up to be, oh, they're kooky, they, you know, that can't possibly be going on. Listen to what they were doing. It says, in addition to sexual rituals, Moloch worship. So one of the Moloch worships was sexual rituals. And that's the thing that we hear that are believed that a lot of these celebrities, politicians, um, especially those that were uh, connected to Jeff Epstein, especially at that temple. And, you know, they even have some of Jeff Epstein's flight logs where they said that there were prominent people on those flight logs, you know, that have went to some of these islands and some of these places. But I don't want you to miss what this is saying. It is saying that in addition to sexual rituals, Moloch worship included child sacrifice. Once again, that's another thing you hear people talking about children being sacrificed, people talking about how, you know, there have been uh, documented where countries said that people came in and took, you know, like poor countries and paid them to take the majority of their kids to to be 
you know, sex trafficked and sacrifices. You hear all of these things and you think that it's kind of sounds silly and it's a joke. And, and it's just letting you know that, listen, this is no joke. The children are being hunted after. They're being sought after. Satan hates the children because it reminds them of the love of God. It says Moloch worship included child sacrifice or passing children through the fire. That's what God was telling them. It says it is believed that idols of Moloch were giant metal statues of a man with a bull's head. Each image had a hole in the abdomen and possibly outstretched forearms that made a kind of ramp to the hole. A fire was lit in or around the statue. Babies were placed in the statue's arm or in the hole. When a couple sacrificed their firstborn, watch this, they believed that Moloch would ensure financial prosperity for the family and the future children. If you are anybody that have ever watched any videos dealing with you know powerful families powerful politicians powerful movie stars pedophilia rings and all that these are the types of things that you have heard but listen this goes way back in the bible that they were people that were passing their children through the fire to Molech where they were worshiping him, believing that he was going to bring them certain power and certain wealth. Like these things are real. I can't tell you everybody that is involved and not involved. You know, that's up to God to reveal. I mean, we got ideas of who are involved and not involved, but that is not why I am here today. That is not why I am talking to you today. I am talking to you because I want you to know that the threat to our children is real. The things that we hear about, a lot of these things are not made up. A lot of these things are going on. There are people that are sex trafficking these little kids. There are people that are sacrificing these little kids, taking their lives. So many kids disappear every day that it is unbelievable and outrageous because this is Satan's world. He, the Bible says he is the God of this world and he has the minds of those that do not belong to Christ. So they are running rampant. We know that God allows it and it is all happening for a reason. And cause some of you may be saying, Oh, well, well why God is allowing this? Because this is a falling world. And that's why he says, listen, you better get close to me and hold on to me. He that endures to the end shall be saved. This is not a game. I'm not here to make everything easier for you. I I prophesied this to you. I told you that it, the world was going to get worse and worse. And the things that you're going to begin to find out that a lot of times we don't talk about in church is going to be disgusting to you. It's going to be almost to the point. I, I tell people this all the time, guys, and I know I need to slow down, but I'm, I mean, this is really heavy on me. But I tell people this all the time and I've been saying it for years. If you know any of my personal friends, you can ask them. I says, listen. If God was to open the lens of our eyes and allow us to see all the spiritual demonic activity that's going on around us and all of the things that are happening around us, even right next door to us, the neighbor next door or whatever have you, we would think God let us down. That's how wicked this place is. But God's fame to claim his glory is in that he keeps his children in a perverse and wicked generation and that he 
he's going to deliver his children. The Bible says that he knows those that are his. So we're winning just because everybody's acting crazy and the world is dying. That doesn't mean that we're not winning. We are absolutely winning. God day by day is showing you his power and that he created Satan and Satan has no power over him, but he does have power over those that belong to him or those that are currently under his control. But we have to understand where we are, guys, and stop playing around with life like stuff is sweet out here. The devil is playing for keeps. And one of the main thing he wants to get a hold of is your child or is somebody else's child. You may not have a child, but you need to be praying for these children. You need to keep your eye out uh, on everything that you see, anything suspicious, because I'm telling you, it is wild out here and it's been wild, but it seems like now more and more God is revealing these things because it's going to get worse and it is already getting worse. But you hear these stories of child sacrifice. You hear all of these things. And a lot of times it's made a mockery of and, and it's laughed at. And a lot of times, if you notice who's laughing at it and making a mockery of it, it's those that are in power, those that are uh, controlling the news and all of these things. And I'm not saying that every single news report is fake, but this is what I will say. And I'm not a big person on news. I don't really watch a lot of news. I don't really follow politics in and that. I don't get caught up and be arguing back and forth about who was the best president. None of that, because I understand that what the scripture says, that Satan is the God of this world and its kingdoms and systems. And not only that, this is the thing that we have to really think about, guys, like really think about this. And you may have heard me say this before. The Bible says that Satan is the father of of lies that the truth abode not in him so if he's the god of this world the system and he is the father of lies we have to ask ourselves how much can we trust the information that's coming out of the system remember everything is about information information is key that's that when we become saved what do we do we learn his word we learn of him we we stand on his every word his every all of the information that he is giving us that he is downloading into us so if satan is the god of this world and the controller of the media and the systems why do you think he's going to give you something that is going to be beneficial to you or that's going to help you to have a better life of course he's not and that's why god says acknowledge me in all of your ways so that i shall or i can direct your paths that's why he said constantly read your word or try to listen to some type of scriptures. So when you hear somebody talking something contrary to what it is I am saying, you can identify it and a red flag will go up like, well, that doesn't sound quite right. You know, no matter how high this person is in politics or high, you know, how big of a movie star they are. And this is the thing that mainly influences people to follow people is their natural status. But God says this is not about natural, uh, you know, this is not about natural status status or where you are naturally. This is all about spiritual status. This is all about having a spiritual treasure, the treasure that's in this earthen vessel. That's what makes the children of God rich. And I wanted to tell you guys, listen, stop playing around out here. Stop thinking that it's a game out here and, and stop being nonchalant with your children because there are wicked men and women out here doing wild and crazy things. And once again, I'm not here to try to figure out who they are which stars it is. I'm, you're not going to ever find me make those type of videos. I may mention some things just like I'm talking about Jeff Epstein and 
the temple that, you know, that they were saying it was built to Moloch and some of the things they believe that went on there. But that's just for an example. But I'm not going to get caught up in that. I'm I'm going to keep my focus on the word and, and point these things out so that we can make it home, because that's what this whole journey is about. He that endures to the end shall be saved. This is all about making it home, guys. But I want to show you how serious this was to God. A couple more scriptures, you know, because even the children of Israel got caught up in, in, in the worship of Moloch. Jeremiah 32 verses 32 through 35 says, because of all the evil of the children of Israel, this is God talking, and of the children of Judah, which they have done to provoke me to anger. They, their kings, their princes. So he's naming, he's like, listen, they have provoked me to anger. He's going to say why. He says, their princes, their priests, and their prophets, and the men of Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and they have turned unto me the back. So he says, listen, they have turned their back to me and not the face, though I taught them, rising up early and teaching them, yet they have not hearkened to receive what? Instruction. That's what we was just talking about. It's all about instruction, information. God goes on to say, but they set their abominations in the house, which is called by my name to defile it. So he says, they have set abominations in my house, the house of the Lord to defile it. He says, and they built the high places of Baal, which are in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to cause their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire unto Molech, which I commanded them not. Neither came it into my mind. God says, listen, I commanded them not. He said, I, he said, it didn't even come into my mind that they should do this abomination to cause Judah to sin. Like this is how crazy this them passing their children through the fire is or them sacrificing their children to the fire was the God. He's like, listen, he said, I, you could have never told me that was something that they could do. And it didn't mean that God didn't know it. But he was saying, like, this is how crazy what they were doing was. And that is what's going on today. And that's why Satan is constantly encouraging trials, sacrificing, sacrificing to Moloch. These individuals that are sacrificing these children to Moloch and violating these children through pedophilia and sex and all that is because Satan enjoys to see that. But what he makes them believe is that they're receiving power from it. And what they don't understand is the kingdoms belong to Satan. So they don't necessarily have to do that to little children to get that power because it belongs to Satan. But he has it in their mind that if you do this, you're going to get more powerful and powerful. But I'm the one providing you this worldly power because I am the God of this world. So that's what this is the thing that you have to understand about Satan. Satan is a beast. He's a monster. He's going to do whatever he can to go up against God and defile or try to defile the things that God loves. Like this is what he does. And, and this is why we have to be on our P's and Q's, guys. This is why we can't follow behind every you know, person we see of some type of influence and status in this world. I don't care if it's a preacher standing in the pulpit. We got to judge everything they say by his word. But we see here, even the children of Israel got caught up with it and look at what God said. And if you read further back in that chapter, God talked about all the things that would happen to them for doing this. Even Solomon, uh, David's son, King Solomon, built a temple to Moloch. Listen to 1 Kings 
chapter 11, verses four through eight. For it came to pass when Solomon was old that the wives turned away his heart after other gods. So it says when he was old, that his wives turned away his heart after other gods. And his heart was not perfect with the Lord, his God, as was the heart of David, his father. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. Milcom is Molech or Moloch. That's another name for him. That's another name for the deity of Moloch. And he was a deity uh, for the Ammonites. They worshiped him. So he says, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and went not fully after the Lord. So there it, there it is right there. He didn't endure to the end with the Lord. He wasn't committed to the Lord or one with the Lord. Lord. He didn't listen to what it says. It says he went not fully after the Lord. The Lord says, listen, this is all me or nothing. This is you can't be in the middle. You can't be wishy-washy. It's either you on this side or you're on that side. And it says he went not fully after the Lord as did his father, David. Then did Solomon build in high place for Kamash, the abomination of Moab in the hill that is before Jerusalem and and for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon. And likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burnt incense and sacrificed unto their gods. Listen, this is not anything new, guys. This attack on the children, whether it's sexual, whether it's murder, it is not anything new. And I'm here to encourage you guys, cry out for these children. Pray for your own children. Keep an eye on them. You know, be prayerful about what school they go to. Keep an eye on them, um, what they're being taught in school because now we're hearing all of these different curriculums that they want to come up with and teach them about things that they don't even need to know about at the ages that they are. It is serious business, guys, and that's what this podcast is about, protecting our children. You know, I shared some of those other things and those are things you can go and look into. Go and look into, you know, some of these things that they're talking about, pedophilia rings and, you know, and and it's not and, and understand this, it's not only in higher up elites and politicians. These are things that are also going on in lower levels like, you know, pedophilia and the culture of pedophilia is not something new, you know, but the child sacrifices and the, the kids dying and disappearing and you know, places being found years later with, you know, 200 bodies of kids or bones. And like, listen, this stuff is serious business, guys. I have three children. I have a 19 year old, a nine year old and a seven year old. And listen, especially for those young, my daughter, she's older. She can understand certain things, but I still have to even pray for her because guess what? She's on the Internet. She's on Facebook and all that. It's, it's not hard to be easily influenced by these people that we think are somebody because of the goods that they have according to this world. But I wanted to encourage you guys, listen, watch out for your children, guys. Pray for them. Don't be ignorant to Satan devices. You know, even some of these different you know, we just got to really filter and watch some of these things that they're watching, some of the movies they're coming out with nowadays. You know, it's hard to find a cartoon that's, you know, that's not talking something of a, a mature nature like it's out of control. And another thing that you're hearing about a lot now that, you know, maybe 
being dismissed and, and, and I'm getting ready to close that maybe being dismissed of is, and, and, and it's funny because when you hear this type of talk and you hear people make videos about this, or they kind of talk about it, you know, once again, it's kind of dismissed as like conspiracy theory, or you just going overboard. There's no way, but the whole, not only child sacrificing, but the drinking of, blood, uh, of the children's blood and the belief that, you know, it brings you power. Once again, this is all coming from Satan. Whoever believes this, whoever's involved in this, it's all directly coming from him. But, you know, you hear these things and you think that these aren't things that aren't a possibility. But guess what? These are things that have been going on since the beginning of time. These are not new things. It's funny because I was telling a friend of mine. I was watching a karate flick recently because I grew up on the Channel 5 karate movies and I loved the Five Deadly Venoms. I was into all of those different movies and once in a while I'll still watch a Kung Fu flick. So recently I'm watching one that, and I had never seen this one before and you know, if you ever watch the Kung Fu flick, you know, there's always that guy that keeps getting beat up or the, the master, the evil master killed his father or his family or he's ruling over, you know, over the town and he needs to go and learn Kung Fu and certain techniques to defeat him. Well, the guy that was teaching this young man this particular technique to beat this evil master, he says to him and, and I sent it to a couple of my friends. He says to him, he says, listen. You know, since you've been training and the last time you've seen this guy, we've heard that he has went up to another level. And this is how he has went up to that other level. We heard he has been drinking children's blood. So this is in an old Chinese movie way back in the days because this is something that's been believed years and years, thousands of years ago that children's blood or the drinking of blood brings you some type of power, you know, uh, or it brings you uh, health or, or you know, it, it helps you to age, you know, better. Like, look it up like this. These are beliefs. And once again, I'm not here to try to figure out who's doing it and who's not doing it. But I want you to understand how sick it is out here and how under attack our children is and how God is laying the responsibility on us. Now, we know that ultimately we, we're putting them in his hands, but we do have a job to do. We do need to raise them up in the scriptures and make sure they're praying every night. Like, you know, like this is serious business, guys, because these aren't the only attacks you're going through. Like I said, Internet, crime, drugs, like all of these things are or or grasping for their attention. But if we're not giving them the right attention and pointing them to the Lord, then guess what's going to happen? Something is going to get a hold of them. And, you know, God forbid, it could be something that can possibly take their lives. So I just wanted to encourage you guys, like, listen, don't dismiss anything out here. The Bible is clear that we must watch as well as pray. We must judge everything by the word. We're not out here to get caught up in everything that everybody's saying, but best believe there's a lot of things going on out here that you could not even imagine. And if you were able to confirm those things, you would think like, oh my goodness, where do I live? But the Bible has been telling us that forever, that the closer and closer we get to the return of the Lord, the crazier it's going to get. Listen, guys, know that I love you. Don't forget to email us at intheword7 at gmail.com, whether that's prayers, uh, topic, or something you want to say about the topic that I'm talking about today. Um, once again, leave a review, you know, if, if it's been a blessing to you, or even if you feel some other type of way. I mean, I, be honest about, you know, how you feel. 
feel, you know, um, um, but if it has been a blessing to you, definitely we, we encourage you to leave a review and, 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 and rate the, uh, the podcast, but I have been seeing that there's been more downloads. So I believe in my heart that, that, you know, iTunes and these different platforms are sharing it with more people and more people are tuning in. And I'm just praying and believing by the grace of God that they are being encouraged because the goal here, guys, is first of all, to stay in the word and follow that word to understand that we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And that is what's going to lead us home to live eternally with him. But know that I love you guys. Don't forget to share this podcast. And until the next time we kick it together, shalom.